next line he says is something which is very negative to Maisa. Having spoken about Ava, we spoke about last time. So he speaks about What are you going to get the feeling of closeness, connection to Hashem? And as we turn to understanding Hashem's godless, His greatness, that's exactly what we said. Avas Hashem comes from understanding the godless of Hashem. Comes from a feeling of understanding how much greater Hashem is, and therefore that brings its yodid belibein dvekus. And now the next one is something which, uh, something which miyoy mazikisi, something which applies to all of us. Eich titar machshav sayno. How we want to matir, purify our thoughts. You know, a person can be in control of his actions. To a lesser extent, a person can be in control of his words. But there's also a cheshman in the Torah of a person's thoughts. He's responsible for his thoughts. And uh, here is something which people always wonder. What's the mahalach? How does a person control his machshav? You know, with the koyach of my self-control, I can control myself from doing something which I, don't, I shouldn't be doing. Understand? I want to do something. I'm angry. I want to hit back. I want to fight, whatever it's going to be. But uh, let's have enough self-control. I can uh, prevent that from happening. Maybe I can use also to a certain extent that same kind of self-control to stop what I'm going to say. I want to speak negatively, I want to talk or whatever it's going to be. But I have enough self-control to keep my mouth shut. So I understand there's a mahalach how to do that. But how do you control your machshavas? The machshava is not normally the result of a person's active mind wanting to think. It's something which is misoyer from itself. So, where, so that's the one question. And if you're going to be chayker the Indian, right? The question really is: is what what generates negative machshavas in a person? Where do they come from? That's not what I was trying to think about. That's not what I was focusing on right now. And the machshava works on its own. Where does it come from? So, so there's a tremendous omek here. Some some of us have heard the value I give on the concept of understanding how the dice of a person works. We've discussed this in great, great detail. But just to encapsulate the idea in a few short words, the side is like this. And this is the Yisoyed of Rechaim Vital in Shari Kedusha. And he says that a person has midas. A person has various midas. Midas are parts of his character. It's not just what affects what he does or what he says. It affects much deeper than that. And therefore, what generates the machshavas in a person are ba'atsim his midas. A person who has midas of, uh, or let's say, an imperfect midas in a certain area, so mimela, and that's where it's going to affect his thoughts as well. Because the mind uh, works in two different ways. There's thought which comes from a person's wanting to focus and think about something specifically, and there's thought which comes on its own. The, the, the thoughts of so to speak enter a, per, a person's mind even unwillingly. Where do those machshavas come from? And the answer is they've been generated by his midas. And that's why a person's thoughts will always focus or revolve around the same things which are better meant to be a window into the inner world of his midas to see what he's thinking about. Some people are always dreaming about money. Money? Money. They're always dreaming about money whenever they see something which is fancy. Wow, well, I wouldn't, wouldn't I love to have a car like that? Is it cool dreaming about chayvis? Um, 
maybe. We're not, we're not they have a, like what Alt used to say, it's in Petivam, they have a certain weakness, they want money. And even if they wouldn't express it to themselves, but the fact that it's always playing on their subconscious shows that the mid is working on, on that point inside them. What mida is that? I have That's a It's one of the, the forms of... It's not a kaya, it's a mida, and it's one of the forms of, of taiba. One of the person, things a person can be misafi for his money. And sometimes people have a taiba for a bear, and that's what they're thinking about the whole time. And sometimes people have mitad, uh, like the Shavu Sabbath says, they have a teva kaasani, and they get angry quickly, and therefore... All the daydreams about people they're fighting with or telling off or, or getting into arguments with, whatever it's going to be, because that's the underlying tether. So the meta is really the, so to speak, the screen which illustrates the mind. It's a screen which illustrates the person is meters. I thought the mind is supposed to affect the meters, not vice versa. And this is the Koyach of Kinyan Das. It's a two way street. And it depends on the person if his mind is affecting his meters or his meters are affecting his mind. And the emissions, they're both happening at the same time. The default is that the Midas effect. Unless the person is Ayyubid on this point, and this is exactly what the Mishish was about to say to us, but unless the person works on this point, it's his Midas affecting his mind, not the other way around. And therefore, a person doesn't matter his Makhshava, because on the contrary, his Makhshava is just the screen that his Midas play out on. And therefore, he says, Eich teta machashaftainu, imlain ishtadl nena koisim in hamumim shemaitl ba'ateva agufni. He has a very strong word for Midas. What a person's midas? The mumim shemaitl by a teva hagufni. The teva of his body has mumim, has imperfections. And those imperfections are his midas which aren't good. And those are going to cause him to lose the, so to speak, the clarity of his machshava. What does that mean? And therefore, the way to matar his machshava is to menake the teva of a person from the mumim, which means the midas which aren't perfect. And that's the yourself. You can't fight machshavas, which come on their own. You can attack in the middas which are driving them, the, which is basically the, the subliminal koyach, which is causing them to come. And through that, the person can attack them. And therefore, once on this point, he tells us, The middas need so much to attack in them, to set them straight. Who's going to do that? If we don't pay attention to them, we learn a tactic by Dover Dictor Godel. And this is tactic true, because the person doesn't realize that. Without the self analysis, a person doesn't see what his, that his mirrors need so much tickle. And therefore, if that is said, if we are not going to pay attention to them, we learn a tactic by Dover Dictor Godel, we're not going to check carefully each point what's right and what's wrong, we're not going to notice the amounts that a person is, so to speak, uh, misled by the bad midas that he has. And then this, is a, this is the next focus of Musa. We spoke about the Musa of making a person greater. Yira, Ava, Dvekus. Now we're talking the other direction. Before we make the person greater, to fix up the inherent flaws that he has, the problems that he has. But the nature of a person is to ignore that, not to notice it, or to think it's normal, one or the other. Some people don't admit they have a problem, some people will admit it, but that's, that's part of being a human. What do you expect? That's normal. Right? I know dealing with Bachrim, I'm sure everybody else Bachrim has had a similar experience. But you can point out to somebody what he's doing wrong, and most often the response is going to be, 
we're not the malachim, we're people, that's normal. What, what do you expect? And uh, in someone's mind's uh, perception, if that's, everyone's like that, so what do you have time is on me for? I'm just being a normal person. That's exactly the problem. That they don't even realize there's something wrong. And that's what I'm saying. If a person doesn't be ma'amik in these things, he's not going to notice that. He's not going to notice there's something wrong with him. And as he agrees it's the problem, he doesn't believe he has the problem. Or he thinks there's no problem at all. That's, that's what people are like. We have malachim. Is it to recognize the problem, but I think that it's okay to have that problem? Not just okay. Everybody has the problem. You mean, you mean to tell me someone's not like that? Okay. Yeah, 100%. And again, it comes from the same Nakoda. As I said, if we come to my Ayn Bamas, then we will find what's really considered the right method and what's the wrong method. We do ourselves a favor, it be good for us. And it's an interesting thing. In Dafka here, Mr. Shem thinks this point is so not understood. And he said, we do people a favor if we teach them such a concept also. We teach them such a concept also. The MS is, the Mr. Shem obviously doesn't say it's right, but I'm saying we see this so much Bukhush. And that is, you can talk to people about aspiring to a level which is higher than them, and they can't understand what you say. You talk about Avas Hashem, you talk about Dvekas, you talk about levels. Hasmada Batayra, whatever it's going to be. And people can understand what you say. You talk to them about how bad, how much they're being misled by bad midas, and how destructive it is for a person's inner world, and they don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's, it's so much a part of a person that's like, what exactly is the mid and what's me? It's like, where, where, where exactly do you want me to change? That's just, people think that's them. And it is true, except the person is meant to change his midas. He's not meant to just assume, accept, this is me, with my bad midas, that's what I am. That's what he says, if you come to the MS, you find the MS, that it's not really a part of a person. And we do other people a big favor if we can teach them that as well, because it needs a, a certain depth of eon to appreciate this point. That there's a the depth of eon to appreciate this point. That there's a oymek to a person which is deeper than his mirrors, and therefore he can attack in his mirrors. Fine. So now having wide, sum, summarized, let's quickly, the different uh, points that the Mzizah Shalom has told us about why there's room for a Chacham who wants to delve into this topic and understand it better, and what's the point of that? We said a number of points. We said, firstly, the fact that it develops something from being just a knowledge to understanding. It becomes more part of a person. He lives with it rather than just knowing it. He understands it better. He understands the mitzvah Hashem wants him to do. He understands uh, he can, the Yira Avu he spoke about. Now he's talking about mitzvahs. And therefore, if you look for it like silver, and you search for it, like hidden treasure, then you understand Yerush Hashem. And his dear case, I am not in philosophy, or as in tchuna, as in refor, as in dinim, as in halachis. Not if you work for that hard, then you understand philosophy, maths, engineering, medicine, halacha, whatever it's going to be. So you see that Tafgir Hashem 
only comes about after a person's put a lot of effort into it. He's had to look for it like silver and search for it like matmoni. What's the difference between those two things? What's the difference between being something like money and searching for it like a treasure? Money, work hard. No, it's very nice. Unless to find the safer to learn from, or to find the rope to teach him, whatever it's going to be. But to, the halacha of tevakshenu, to look for something, is to look for something outside of you. To look for something outside of you, and like, like kosef, like money. A person who has to look for money has to go outside, and like we said, work or do whatever it's going to be to try and make money. So when it comes to chachma, if a person then, to, to, a person has to mevakesh chachma. He has to go out and look for it. When it comes to matzmoinim, so the God says the word sechapseno, to look for something, means like you lost an aveda. Like, it says, when it says by Yosef, when they stole the cup, or the frame to steal the cup, by Yichapes. He knew what he was looking for. He looked for it, but he knew it was there. And therefore, the God says, you're going to look for something, you know where it is. It's not like I'm looking for something which isn't mine and I have to get it. That's to me something. I'm asking for something outside of me, something I don't have. It's not finding Yes, fine. I don't know they're out of me. I'm going to look for it. I don't know they are. But I'm a something. I'm looking for something which is here. I just can't find it. <coughs> if I lost something somewhere in my house, I'm going to search for it. I know it's here. I just have to go look for it. A chapis is a shalayim b'neiris. Ne'erashem nishmasarim chayfes kochad ribotin. Chayfes, that word, always comes in the context of Hashem is looking for something, or a person is looking for something which is here. It's searching. It's searching for something which you know you have. You search for something, right. searching for something. For something in this defined place where they know where it's there, they just have to find it. Here's the Oymek. Something which is hidden. It doesn't say Zohar, and it doesn't say treasures, and it doesn't say Yahalaymi, or any other Lashayimus that Shlomo Melech uses to talk about things of value. Matzmoinim is something that I was Toman. I hid this thing. And therefore, I'm going to search for it because it's the matmon which I hid. So I'm going to search for it. I know it's here. I know it's here. I'm going to look for it. Says the God. Says the God. There's two chalakim to hear Hashem. The Apostle carries on. In tefakshena kakesef, uchamat moinim tachapsena, oz tovin yeras Hashem, vedas elokim timta. Says the God. There's two chalakim. There's a certain chalak which comes from which I don't have. I have to learn. I have to learn and it has to be taught to me. That's a mavakish kakasif. Just like a person looks for money, he looks for Torah. He looks for someone to teach him. That's one part. But this is a shayt. There's a second chalik also. And the second chalik of Avodah Muslim. The second chalik of Yeras Hashem, which is inside a person already. It's be'etzim inside a person, just it's a matmon. It's hidden within the person and the chippus is within himself to find it. An amazing insight. You know what you're looking for. We're looking to find that but it's inside the person. And I'll pick a bottle without this is true. The person's neshama is neshama shenasat to be tahirah. 
They both come from the same place of Tahara. But they're deep inside. And they're covered by a smoke screen of the Midas, which, which block them. And if a person, if he wants to get to that Yeras Hashem Tahara, to get to the Sham, which is Tahara, he, he has to get through the, so to speak, the block the, which is surrounding it, which is his Midas. But it's Mechapis, he knows it's there. He knows it's there. The first point is to penetrate it. And that's where the person is trying to be Mechapis. He's trying to penetrate that. That's a Mechachman Tachapsana. Oz. When you've done both of these things, you've learned what year it is, and you've, you've like we said, Bino is always not last, I understand, Limut. Bino is understanding. Oz Tovin Yeras Hashem. Then you're going to come to that, that, that understanding of Yeras Hashem, which is the etzim inside you. When a person gets deeper in his midst, he'll find that. Oz Tovin Yeras Hashem. The Zinash himself is going to say this. When he gets to the level of Tara, he's going to say this as well. He's going to say this as well. Tara is a, the person isn't affected by his midas, and he gets that Yeras Hashem Tara. It's the year. Right. To get to here, a person has to look for it, like look to be taught it. Like a but then to look inside of him. Like something which is hidden inside of him. This is going to take time. It's not enough which we have was passed down from our fathers. Well, everyone knows, which is just very general, and therefore we, it needs hard work. This Eon, this, this ability to delve and get into the depth of oneself, takes time. Why shouldn't a person leave time at least for this, being able to be mistakled, to look at this, to understand it? If if he is compelled for every reason to spend some of his time doing other things, at least he should set aside time, identify an objective of learning this also, of learning this also. Because it's only us, Tavid. And he was going to argue with what he said before. People think it's Pashat. Of course, Yerushimayim, what's the question? Of course, have Yerushimayim. It's not, it's a mistake. Oz Tavid. You'll only understand Yerushimayim after all of this. After all of this. It's good enough by itself, if you said. But it's Erev Rosh Hashanah. Uh, one can't not add in what Arizal says. Uh, it's brought down in the Koch He says, why don't people feel... You know, Rabbi Yisrael talks about it. I remember, everyone, with the word Elo, everyone was terrified. What happened to that? Why aren't people afraid anymore? If anything, we are on a lesser level than them, and we've done more things wrong, so we have more to be afraid of. So the Kaifar of Yisrael is asked the question. And he answers like this. He says, and his medicine, he doesn't stand in the result, but this is the moment towards the result. He says, the feeling of Yerushimayim comes from the Tayhar HaNefesh. The feeling of Yerush Hashem comes from that same Yerush Hashem Tahir. The Tahir of the Nefesh. And if a person is too Meluchlach Fachet, he doesn't feel Yira. There's too much blocking him. It doesn't get to that stage which feels Yira Sashem. It's deep, too deep. And that's why it says Adarabah. The fact that we've become more tarnished, more tamri, 
more covered with Averis is the reason we don't feel the year. Is the reason we don't feel the year. The Fani people were less, so to speak, uh, sullied in Avera. You made it, that level of year was more allowed by them. And even though we should have more to be afraid of, but we're less aware of it. Now, what does that result say? This is an amazing result. Something to, something to cry about the Rosh Hashanah. Literally. The result says that a person who's nafshay tahira, his nafshay tahira, he says when Rosh Hashanah Kippur comes, he, he's going to cry. He says the feeling of the Kaddish Baruch who is here is so powerful that naturally a person cries from it. Which means that normally a person has to work, so to speak, to the, on his Yerushimayim. Over here, the, the, the intensity of Yerushimayim should be so strong that if a person is tired enough to be aware of that, naturally he's going to cry. Because that's, that's the feeling of Yerush Hashem when a person is over in front of Hashem like we are. It's Nei Hashem, Kippah, on Rosh it's right on this. He says, so if you're not holding by that, then you something to cry about. That why, why is our nefesh so not Torah, we don't even feel it. So, it's true, something to think on Rosh Hashanah. But I just want to bring out the point, that's the endless. That same point of Tyro, of a person, that his midas aren't interfering with him, that's where he feels the Rosh And therefore it was considered even to be a natural consequence, that at times of the year, when there's the midas a year, a person naturally is going to feel the year. Kolish me Yisrael. Kolish me Yisrael. Yeah. That's what he says. If we don't work on it, it doesn't happen by itself. If we look for it, then we can get to Yerushalayim.